0: AMERICA IN THE MORNING, WEEKDAY MORNINGS AT 5, a NEWS TALK 930 AND 103.9 FM. K-R-O-E.
1: HAVE YOU EVER WONDERED WHAT MAKES FIRST FEDERAL BANK AND TRUST UNIQUE? WE'RE A MUTUAL BANK, WHICH MEANS OUR FOCUS IS ON YOU. UNLIKE OTHER BANKS, WE DON'T PAY SHAREHOLDERS, WE PAY OUR COMMUNITY. AT FIRST FEDERAL BANK AND TRUST, YOUR FINANCIAL INTERESTS DRIVE OUR DECISIONS. Bank with us and experience the mutual bank difference, where the power of community fuels your financial success. First Federal Bank & Trust is Sheridan's only mutual bank. Member FDIC.
2: I'm Steve Sisson, inviting you to Jackalopes Explore, the new video podcast from Sheridan Media. It's unlike anything else on your feed. Every week, the Jackalopes explore something, and it could be anything. Politics, UFO sightings, social issues, conspiracies, no matter what it is, we'll dig for the truth and explore it with a unique Wyoming perspective through an entertaining, lively conversation. Take a trip down the Jackalope hole with us every week. Jackalopes Explore. New episodes, Wednesdays at sheridanmedia.com.
3: Christy Kinghorn of Buffalo Realty would like to talk to you about 38 Ridge Lane near Buffalo. This beautiful three-bedroom solar home in the country has breathtaking views of the Bighorns, a spacious kitchen and dining area with a formal living room and a separate office or family room. A wrought iron fenced-in yard is well landscaped. Plus, there's a small reservoir on the property. The home in 15.66 acres can be sold separate from the other 138 acres. If interested, call Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
1: Sheridan Media News. It's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your hosts for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer.
0: And good morning, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. And kind of an interesting show coming up today, I guess. We are going to talk about the border crisis, which is going on in Texas right now. The standoff. standoff between uh, the state of Texas and the Biden administration on border protection. And this is it, it, this is not something new. People, if unless they've been living under a rock for the last you know number of weeks, people are aware number of
4: us. What number of years? <laughs> exactly. you want to be brutally
0: honest about right, it? <laughs> right. So it's been an issue, and the the border obviously isn't all in Texas. It's Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. But Texas uh, apparently has had enough of this, and yep. they're like standing up, saying, "Okay, enough's enough." And so that's where the standoff comes. And the Biden administration is telling them, you know, hey, you need to back off and let whoever come through. Well,
4: wasn't there something about cutting the, the razor wire? and whatnot
0: Right. The and the Biden administration said.
4: They ordered that the razor wire be taken down right. and cut down.
0: And and because it was, quote unquote, inhumane. Well, if you're not climbing over the border and climbing over the razor wire, there's not an issue. It, it It's, I don't know
4: similar to a business putting up barbed wire and then when the guy trying to break into the business gets caught on the barbed wire you feel sorry for the guy <laughs> I, I don't that's like that's I'm like sorry, suing
0: man. that's like suing the homeowner when somebody breaks in and then breaks their leg or whatever trying to get into the house yeah it's like, well really, that's that that a makes whole sense?
4: different can of worms because that happens actually all the time yeah all the time
0: So anyway, that was this week's poll question was concerning that. So, Mr. Ron, what do you have there?
4: First, Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question: What do you think will be the eventual outcome of the? Sorry. (laughs) What do you think will be the eventual outcome of the border standoff between Texas and the Biden administration? Nothing will continue as as forty one percent. Uh, feds will back down thirty percent. Armed conflict fifteen percent and thirteen percent. said Texas. Will back down. So pretty much nothing will continue as is, and that's pretty much actually that's what's about where we're at. at kind of what's point. going on.
0: But there have been I've checked social media and a lot of the uh, news organizations over the last couple of weeks, and depending on what you read, who you listen to. There is uh, a lot of, there are a lot of people that are claiming that armed conflict is looking more and more as a possibility, which I don't think really any of us want to see. I I would just as soon have all of the sides not do
4: that. I honestly, I I agree with you. I think the majority do not want to see that. I mean, we don't want to see... Americans fighting Americans on American soil. No. Um, But there is a faction of the population that do want to see this.
0: Yeah. They think that that's going to be the uh, first shot of the new American revolution, so to speak, and that everything will get more better once, you know, it happens, which I
4: don't know. It'll it'll be a, a slippery slope.
0: There are a lot of things that, and we'll get into this more as we as the the hour goes on. But like, there are things that people don't take into consideration, like if te- and secession by Texas yes. is also um,
4: that's been bandied about for a while, a actually. long time. But yeah. now it might actually be a little bit more serious, right?
0: I, I think that Texans are looking at this as a very real possibility, but there are a lot of repercussions involving that, which I don't think a lot of people are are aware of, you know, things like social security, Mm -hmm. you know, people in Texas, if they're getting social security and the state secedes, do they continue to get social security? No, no,
4: they don't. There's actually, and a lot of government funded programs will cease to exist. Right. That being said, Texas,
0: if, and I've, I've seen this, if Texas were to secede their own economy, their, their GDP would be the fourth highest, I think in the world. Interesting. It, it would be up there. It, it's like above nations like France, and I don't remember exactly what they were, but I was shocked to hear that, huh. that they would have, they would essentially be their own country and The could. Fourth,
4: fourth largest country. I believe so. Yeah, that's interesting. I believe so.
0: But there's other things as far as like the military. There were a lot of military bases in Texas, which, what happens to those? I don't know.
4: You know, I kind of look at it this way, though. If that were the answer, it would have happened a long time ago. I think
0: so. And I think at this point, people are uh, are refraining from going in that direction. But it seems to be gaining momentum yeah. with some people. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, we do have a caller waiting. Thank you for waiting. We're going to get to you. We're going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back and talk to our caller on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, right after the
5: the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851
0: North Main and Sheridan. Are you interested in serving in your community? Consider joining the Sheridan Rotary Club. I'm Jim Benepe. Rotary has been serving the Sheridan area for more than 100 years. Dedicated to service above self, we foster leadership and service through bi-weekly fellowship and involvement in hands-on community projects. Rotary is where neighbors and problem solvers share ideas, join leaders, and take action to create lasting change. For more information, visit sheridanrotary.org today. February is the month of love, because when it comes to love, every moment is a gem. Legacy Diamond and Gems invites you to celebrate your timeless bond. Shop their exquisite collection of diamonds and gems, each telling a unique story. You'll find the perfect gift that fits your budget and expresses your love. Legacy Diamond and Gems crafting timeless memories. Visit today and let your love shine brighter than ever at 11 North Main Street in downtown Sheridan. jackson electric open line friday aaron palmer ron richter today's topic that we're discussing is the border crisis in texas and we're going to get into that a little bit more but right now we have a caller that's been waiting thank you for waiting caller you're on the jackson electric open line friday go ahead
6: well thank you very much gentlemen and i wanted to talk about something else real briefly but i'd also like to say i don't feel texas is going to secede from the union and Texas is dealing with a huge border crisis. Everyone is aware of this. The amount of uh, migrants crossing the border are a tremendous challenge for them. And so I... I just wanted to weigh in. I'll put my buck down on Texas will not secede from the union. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you can collect it from me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Okay. Um, Ultimately,
0: I I hope you're right, but go ahead.
6: No. it Well, and always check your sources for the information you receive on this because there's an awful lot of loose talk out there. Well, anyway, I wanted to bring into conversation this morning very briefly. I wanted to talk about the Northeast transmission pipeline and the reason that i wish to talk about this is this is going to engage a serious amount of debt for the city of sheridan and here is what i want to say i want to give people a quick timeline in july of 2023 the year just passed the city selected dowel engineering for the northeast transmission pipeline the line is a water line and it would go down Skiel street Go underneath the interstate and head up towards East Fifth on the east side of the interstate. So it's about a thousand two hundred feet, I think, is what it is. Well, in moving forward, they did that in July. Then the uh, northeast transmission pipeline funding was turned down. They were going for a sixty-seven thirty something grant where the majority of the cost would be borne, the Wyoming uh, Water Development Commission would advance the funding. They were turned down because two salient reasons. No easements had been procured for the line and no engineering had been done. Now, this was November. Okay, so if you move forward from that, on January 22nd of twenty-four the county commissioners at a staff meeting readdressed whether they supported this pipeline and said they did, although initially in another meeting, uh, a couple of weeks prior to that, they didn't. Then on the 23rd, January 23rd of 24, one one day's difference, SAWS as a water delivery system also readdressed the Northeast transmission pipeline and gave it the thumbs up. Well, part of the presentation that was made, uh, Mr. Roberts with the city of Sheridan indicated that a gentleman, Derek Hughes, who owns the land you'd get the easements from, that Mr. Derek Hughes had been in communication and that um, his assertion was, my attorney will speak with your attorney. So I went to Dowell because I was very curious how this happened. And I talked to Jeff Roseland from Dowell. Okay, he is a senior engineer there. And the the Friday before, I talked to a couple of his other engineers. But what transpired there was Jeff Roseland said, I was in Seattle. I phone called or got, I'm not certain whether he got the call or did the call, to Mr. Derek Hughes. Mr. Hughes indicating he would be agreeable. So I said to Mr. Rosalind, my understanding is by attorney, the reference would be to Brendan Kern's city attorney would talk to Hughes's attorney because uh, Dowell doesn't have an attorney, and he agreed that was correct. Okay. So all of this was the result of Rosalind Jeff Rosalind emailing. The city of Sheridan about a conversation he had had okay. with Derek Hughes. So I wanted to be clear about that. And then, in moving forward, I've just got a couple more points to make. I also wanted to reflect that as of January 25th of this year, uh, but a scant week or so ago, still no easements had been affected. We hadn't moved that forward. That on a FOIA request with the city of Sheridan. That was their response. We have no easements. Okay. Now, the other thing that came up as a result of talking to engineers at Dowell, and I went to YDOT to confirm what they were telling me, they will not be able to take that line underneath the I-90 overpass at the end of Skiel Street down there. They will not be able to do that. Wydant said they can go a minimum of 150 feet further south on Skeel and bore underneath the interstate, but they cannot simply travel underneath it. So given that scenario, this was the 30th, January 30th of this year, they are going to have to apply for engineering permits and turn in engineering schematics on how they're going to bore underneath the interstate to bring that line through. It's, co- it's what I call another rock in the road. Right. So the last thing I wanted to reflect was on um, February 5th, the city council is going to have a reading by one resolution. That's all it takes. A resolution is one <laughs> reading.
4: Tomorrow, you're talking about, yeah, the $1.9 Yep. The, the loan, that's, that's for the, uh, the match for the grant that they uh, recently received for the project. No, they, no, 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 no. Yeah, they received a grant for the project, but it's contingent on SAW's approval and the county's approval, and that's why it went back before the county and SAW's again, and then they gave their approval. Well, and now they've got to get a 50% match.
6: Wait, wait, wait. The omnibus bill is a construction. Yes. Yes, now that has to go through the legislature that has to go through the legislature it'll go first through the agriculture committee on the senate side and then through the appropriations committee on the senate side then it gets kicked over to the house for funding there are 33 construction loans in that omnibus bill this this is only one mm-hmm. so they want all they can get now is 50% the original one turned down by the WWDC in uh november would have been sixty seven a as an outright gift that's a seventy almost a seventy percent gift now it's reduced <laughs> down to fifty so irregardless of that, they 're going for one point nine million, and that money is not uh, uh, free free money. that is nothing more than a loan you 've got to pay it back
7: sure
6: so if we're looking at this, one thousand two hundred feet of a transmission line which has now been pushed down the road quite a bit okay for that line to go from Skiel street up to east fifth street we're going to be approaching close to four million dollars by the time the permitting and the engineering is done and the easements are acquired and do not forget they're buying easements mr Derek hughes i don't know if he's he's walked into this yet because i asked the city has brendan Kearns? spoke okay. with Derek Hughes. And they said, we, Brendan Kearns' answer was, if you're not looking at a document, I'm not responding. Now, Brendan Kearns himself is leaving his contract with the city of Sheridan to be their attorney. So that leaves up in the air, who will the city attorney be for, for Derek Hughes to talk to? I said,
0: Well, okay,
5: so... So,
6: uh, Now, wait, Now, I'll I'll finalize this. I'll finalize this. I'll make my final statement here. What I'm saying is they're going for the money first, but they don't really have anything racked and stacked. It's all a 2B based on give me. And I am saying this, that is one cog. That Northeast transmission line is one tiny cog in a large project to... Circle the city of Sheridan in the urban development area, the mile, with water. Water deliverable so that all of that mile has the potential of being annexed into the city. The, pro- the progress of that will be, if it moves forward, millions of dollars and many years before it gets done. And it all goes back to 2015 when they tried to dissolve sols in 2015. But anyway, okay, questions. I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, interesting. We'll, uh, we'll move on.
6: This is a big thing, and it's been kept pretty dang on the down low. It has. So, anyway, goodbye, fellas, and thanks okay. a lot.
0: Thank you. Well, th- this also is another one of those things that just isn't going to go away.
4: Well, I, I, I don't.
0: Now, isn't the city looking? Didn't they just pass something with, the, uh, with this development up there?
4: Yes. Last well, week. Actually, this week, First reading second reading is Monday night. And what the, exactly
0: was it? It was to prove that, uh,
4: it, it, I can't think of it. Name. It basically subdivides some of it. It's like 34 acres. I don't remember the particulars right off the top of my head, but right. it's basically, because it's a large project. Mm-hmm. And so it's just breaking it up a little bit. And there's some issue with the wastewater system that he wants to put in. Some of the counselors have a little bit of heartburn, heartburn, trepidation, whatever you want to say, but so um, that will be on second reading Monday night, as is, like the caller stated, she was correct, in the $1.9 million state loan that the city is going to be applying for. And uh, I, I don't understand, though, the the comment that it's not being addressed. Literally a week ago, I did a story on it on how they got this um, funding, but as contingents on saws and sheridan county and this happens all the time this isn't an and,
0: isolated thing
4: and he, sheridan it went back before sheridan county and they gave the thumbs up and saws did too as well and you know but the the grants is also contingent on a 50 percent match from the city and that's where the 1.9 million dollar loan application comes in so
0: right so it, and and as she it, said, it, you know, they're talking it, it about is, well, we want we to surround the city with you know water. Well, that's the whole point. That was exactly what they're striving to do. Yeah, it's progression. So, I I, I don't I, I mean I don't I just, understand the the
4: yeah. Oh, uh, there there are just I I understand wanting to make sure that uh, future developments and, and big developments like this are done correctly. Sure. I have no problem with that, but just trying to find every little thing wrong with something. I mean, that's I don't know.
0: I don't know either. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I've seen this, I've heard the stories. Maybe she sees something there that I don't. I don't know. Yeah,
4: because you know, she takes deep dives in a lot of this stuff. But it's like
0: and she and she's being, you know, a, a very good watchdog, I guess. You can't fault her for that. So if she sees something there, great. I, I just, I don't see it.
4: But literally a week ago, I did a story on it. Northeast Transmission Main Extension Project. I've got several sound bites with Dan Roberts talking about the recent grant award and that is contingent on the SAWS and Sheridan County's approval, which they approved it. You know, <laughs> it was kind of, you know, because more, you know, re, before, prior to that, Sheridan County voted. and They didn't vote against it. They just didn't give their approval. Right. right. And they were a little mad, I think, on the airport funding that was right. given back. Right. And we talked about that. Yeah, and, and that's so, that's a whole different...
0: When we had uh, Mayor Bridger on, he talked about that and said, well, I think there's just a lack of communication. And that very well could be. That's probably what it was. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and uh, talk a little bit more about the border crisis or maybe something that you want to talk about. Numbers to call 674-4443 or 672-5763. And we'll be back after these messages.
5: electric and you'll see the light maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair maybe it's data system wiring irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair commercial residential industrial agriculture above ground below ground call Jackson electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan.
7: Join the team at D.A. Davidson for an exclusive evening of financial insight and investment excellence featuring James Reagan, D.A. Davidson's Director of Wealth Management Research on Tuesday, February 13th at the Wild Theater. This is an opportunity for you to elevate your investment strategies. James will be unraveling the market outlook and investor best practices that can reshape your financial future. Cocktails and hors d'oeuvres at 4.30 and the presentation at 5.30. Come here, James Reagan, D.A. Davidson's Director of Wealth Management Research on Tuesday, February 13th at the Weill Theater. D.A. Davidson, the strength of advice. Member FINRA, SIPC.
3: Okay, remember your mom saying, don't make that face or it'll freeze that way? Well, if you ignored her and... Now you're stuck with that face. The Health Nut can help. Yep, the Health Nut has healthy choices of lotions for your skin and essential oils and diffusers and sea salt lamps to soothe your nerves after walking around with that froze face. Remember, say that again and I'll wash your mouth out with soap. The Health Nut has natural soaps too. The Health Nut, dedicated to getting you healthy and keeping you that way. Located in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall.
0: Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and we're talking about the border crisis or maybe something that you want to talk about, numbers to call. Whatever
4: you would like to talk about.
0: Right. (laughs) 674-4443 or 672-5763 are the numbers to call. And Ron, this week's poll question was about the border crisis. What did everybody say?
4: First Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question. What do you think will be the eventual outcome of the border standout between Texas and the Biden administration? 41 um, percent, nearly half, said will continue as is. 30 percent feds will back down. 15 uh, percent said armed conflict. And 13 percent said Texas will back down. That's interesting
0: that. Texas backing down was the last thing on the list, yeah. and I
4: absolutely agree with that. <clears throat> So do I. I, I was just going to say, I mean, that's, I'm actually surprised there were for 47 votes yeah. that Texas will back down. Yeah. I, I, I don't figure, think that's going to happen. I was kind of figuring there would be like
0: five. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. No, it'll, the be, other it'll be a cold, cold day in purgatory before that happens. Yeah, I just don't, I don't foresee that happening. But we did talk about a little bit about this, about some of the repercussions, and we'll talk a little bit, if, if we can, if we have time, about what brought us to this. But essentially what it is, is the the mass infiltration of illegal, whatever you want to call it. Migrants. Them, a little, illegal migrants, illegal people, whatever. Um, the, the
4: reference is constantly changing. It,
0: it, yeah, depending on who you talk to. Yeah. But they're streaming across the border in droves, and that in and of itself should be a red flag to anyone with any common sense. I mean, I understand that there are people that are coming to this country as refugees that are getting away from yes. whatever nasty thing they're trying to get away from, but that is not what we're looking at here. That is the, the vast mi- That majority, is the minority. Right. The vast majority of these people, and they and they've proven this. They've looked at this that there are um, military-aged men from practically every country in the world that are streaming across the border, and these are just the ones that they know about. So, what exactly is going on here? Yes, there are children. Yes, there are women with children, but they are in the vast minority of the people yes, coming across it, the border. It is true. So, anybody that is not at least somewhat concerned about what is going on down there has their head in the sand. And, and to think that we may not have people from all over the world that do not like this country or the people here or our culture or whatever it is that are coming across here with the intent of doing us harm also has your head in the
4: sand. Period. I, I agree. I, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of people that are in our country now that, really do not like us Uh or our country. Uh They're not here fleeing a a worse place and trying to make a better life. They are here and they are here to do bad things. Mm -hmm. And we basically have let them in Yeah, and said, come on in Trojan horse scenario. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, and it's crazy.
0: I I, I just, I don't get it. Um, I don't understand. And there are a thousand different reasons why, this continues to happen. You, you listen to the feds. They're saying, well, you know, we get really nothing we can do. And Texas is saying, wait a minute. Yes, you can do this. Um, the previous administration had done a better job, in my opinion, of curtailing this. It didn't stop it. Right. But curtailed this. And there were very few or much fewer border crossings, illegal border crossings, during the previous well, administration than there are now.
4: I think the result of letting something like this continue is similar to what happened in 2001 mm-hmm. on 9-11. Mm-hmm. That yeah. didn't just happen overnight, No, no that was planned I mean, that was, for that was years. Years. Yeah.
0: And you're telling me that they're not somebody. there's not pockets of people there oh, in, the, in the world that are large doing this? Pockets. Absolutely they are. It, it, they this, proved they can do it. And it's a matter of, you know, now, granted, they're not going to get planes and do the same thing they did because exactly. we're looking for that.
4: But, but that was that was the closest thing that I could think of. The, is, right. I mean, we... Right. And they couldn't
0: do it again because we have, you know, uh, things in place to prevent that because we've seen it. They're going to look for something completely different yes. that we're not, quote unquote, really prepared for. And use your imagination what they, what that could be
4: because they are. Well, and it's an election year. We're distracted by a lot of that, right? Right. So, anyway,
0: yeah. Anyway, we do have a caller that's been waiting. Thank you, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Good
8: morning. Have another another beautiful day in Sheridan County. It is in, indeed
4: the, gorgeous out there.
8: And the chickens aren't the only thing molting in the springtime. It looks like somebody went up and plucked the big goose snowfield up there i'm concerned about the the uh uh, the uh, snow mass up there Uh, has anybody heard um how that's stacking up as far as water content
4: yeah snowpack usually the the snowpack reports usually come out right away at the first of the month um so there should Mm -hmm. be a new report coming out um it should either be out or be coming out so yeah, it, I heard be talking nice before
0: set. we got on the air that that, that the southern end of the Bighorns has more snow than the north, yes. north end. Okay, but
8: mm-hmm. that's usually know, the other way around, right? It, it, so and It'll be interesting to see. This is unusual year. Oh yeah, yeah. I was driving. Buckshotney well, Hill. Go ahead. Uh, it hit. Uh, yes. Did not see his shadow. I heard yeah. that. How did how did Lander Lil? Fair. Hadn't
0: heard. Uh, yeah, I have not heard. The rest of them, in the, uh, you know, as far as the national level goes, I don't remember their names, but they all said the same thing, according to what I heard on our news okay. earlier today. That, yeah, they all said the same thing. We're going to have an early spring. So what that usually means is February is going to be nasty. Shush. And then <laughs> I don't mind well, the
4: snow. Just don't want the 40 yeah, below.
0: It, it, exactly. I don't want to see the below zero we're, temperatures or blizzard conditions.
8: We're just all waiting for the other shoe to drop on that. So yep, exactly. So, uh, exactly. Well, yucks. And As far as borders concerned down there, it's interesting to see how the alliances shift from time to time during the war with Mexico. A lot of the Mexican Americans, if you want to call them that, people are already Mexicans, but were and now in what was going to be Texas and Arizona, and New Mexico, actually. Sided with the uh, uh, United States because they didn't actually like the uh, who was ruling Mexico at the time. Then, um, about twenty-five years later, during the Civil War in the United States, um, the Confederacy was courting the Mexican government to assist them, and um, the Mexican uh, government was concerned that you know if the Confederacy um, wins. We're going to be stuck with those guys, and they actually sent Mexican lancers across the border to help the Union soldiers fight the Confederates in the Southwest. Huh. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that, but there was actually civil war going on in the Southwest, and it was <laughs> not well advertised, and it was right. pretty well spread out. And, and um, most of the Confederates were stopped by volunteers from California, a militia from California. So, anyway, uh, going on was the uh, um, story house uh, thing over here and the water line and everything. And clear back, getting under the interstate. I worked for Range Telephone at the time, and they were bringing their first connection into Sheridan from out east. And they came past the information center on the north side of the highway, and their contractor tried to drill under the interstate there and hit a rock and they couldn't get through it. So they had to shift and go to the south side of Fifth Street and go under and get across the interstate, make another corner and come back in in front of where the museum is now and make that connection with a physical copper line. And that was old technology at that time, but at least they, they made that connection. And then later on brought the fiber in through a, a north connection. Uh, over there by the um, now new railroad depot and everything. So that was their their fiber connection there. So anyway, as far as anybody running any lines anywhere, I'd say if you look at a geological cross-section of the uh, country, I saw some of those geologic maps that Benatera put out about the strata that exists under this area, which was, under the influence of glaciers at one time or another, pushing right. the landscape this way and that, and it looks like an accordion that went through a chipper. Uh, it's <laughs> not, not a pretty sight, and you're likely to hit anything anywhere. And if well, before and, anybody ever made any, and a lot any, of that
0: stuff it, is granite from the Bighorns, isn't it?
8: Damn right. Okay. Yep. And the thing is, before anybody uh, decides to put any pipes anywhere, they better do some core samples and find out what they're getting into. <laughs>
0: Right. Makes uh, sense.
8: It, over there. And and then the other thing is I'm thinking that all people who uh, want to save the planet, drive electric cars and everything like that, might be on board with putting a digester in instead of hooking up to a sewer system. In fact, you know, if the city, uh, to ease the load on their uh, wastewater system, would go ahead and give that... Development, uh, some sort of a subsidy, if they uh, gave everybody the option of putting in a digester, so that it would uh, uh, ease the effluent that comes out of that area, uh, might be worthwhile. In fact, if every if every house up there had a digester in it, there wouldn't even be a sewer line. Hmm. Think about that.
0: Well, hopefully, the powers that be heard that and they can bring that well, up to whomever.
8: You know, and the thing is that uh, everybody that flushes the toilet, uh, of course, uses an awful lot of water, and that precludes that. So you're not even going to use as much water. Hmm. And this would, be a, this would be a poster child for uh, saving the planet, you might say. Hey, look at here, Wyoming. <laughs> New style of
0: developments. Well. There you go. Huh.
8: Well, hell yes. <laughs> there you, you go. Know? That's uh, great. <laughs> I, I don't think there's – a lot of people are not giving very much thought to this stuff or thinking far down the road. As, as far as I'm concerned. And, of course, the eyes on the big buck and immediate results and everything else. So,
0: sure. uh The almighty greenback speaks loudest.
8: I, I guess I got everything off my list. So, okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys have a good day. Thanks. See you later.
0: You too. You as well. And, All right. Bye. Well, interesting. Like I said, hopefully the powers that be heard this and they can bring it up and well, at I know, least talk about it. Why I, not?
4: I know of uh, first reading of the... Uh, ordinance that will be up for second reading Monday nights and <clears> several <throat> of the counselors voiced uh, some concerns and, and there were valid concerns mm-hmm. about the uh, the wastewater system it's a pretty unique thing um, and I think the developer was on Public Pulse earlier this week talking a little bit about it actually um, and it's it's very similar if not identical to what uh, Bighorn High School I believe has been using for the past However long for quite some time. Oh,
0: darn. I didn't know. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Those guys out in Big Horn are thinking ahead. They or may have further they,
4: down the road. They may have been.
0: <laughs> All right. We need to take a quick break. We're going to come back and uh, talk a little bit more about the border crisis, I guess. And uh, that's on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll come back right after this.
5: Jackson Electric, and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Choose the community bank you know and trust for all of your financial needs. Hi, this is Amber with First Northern Bank of Wyoming, and we support our local customers, businesses, and organizations because we know our communities are the backbone of our business. Stop in today to see how we can help you, or visit our website at firstnorthern.bank to get started with your next financial journey. First Northern Bank, proudly serving Wyoming communities since 1885. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
2: Powder River Angus will be offering 120 pap-tested yearling Angus bulls for sale Friday, February 9th at Buffalo Livestock Marketing in Buffalo, Wyoming. Sale starts at 1 with lunch
0: at 11 o'clock. Come take a look at 30 years of Angus genetics geared where corn don't grow.
8: Visit PowderRiverAngus.com for more information.
2: Travel around the world with phenomenal guitar players and never leave Sheridan as the Wyo Theatre presents International Guitar Night, Tuesday, February 6th at 7pm. This year's tour features Lucas Tricagnoli from Italy, Tu Lee from Vietnam, Marco Pereira of Brazil, and Australian Minnie Marks. international guitar night tuesday february 6th get your tickets today at the YO theater box office or online at yotheater.com. theater.com join
7: the team at da davidson for an exclusive evening of financial insight and investment excellence featuring james reagan DA Davidson's Director of Wealth Management Research on Tuesday, February 13th at the Wild Theater. This is an opportunity for you to elevate your investment strategies. James will be unraveling the market outlook and investor best practices that can reshape your financial future cocktails and hors d'oeuvres at 4 30 and the presentation at 5 30. come here james reagan da davidson's director of wealth management research on tuesday february 13th at the wild theater da davidson the strength of advice Member FINRA, SIPC.
1: Buy two weeks, get two weeks free. Our classified ad special going on right now at the Country Bounty. When you buy two weeks, you get two weeks free. The Country Bounty is your source for classified ads in Sheridan and Johnson Counties with a circulation of over 17,000 households. So don't wait. Buy two weeks and get two weeks free. The Country Bounty classified deadline is every Thursday at 1 p.m. Call 674-4312 or email countrybounty at SheridanMedia.com. Jackson Electric
0: Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and uh, we've talked about quite a few things. The Northeast Transmission Line, boring into granite.
4: (laughs) But hey, you know. It's the
0: truth, yeah. It's it's crazy.
4: I I know any time they dig into the ground,
0: you're going to find something that you weren't expecting it just happens all
4: the time. years and years many moons ago when i was a young lad i used to finish concrete and when we would start doing basements and whatnot and dig into the ground there were things that i was just like what Uh what in sam heck is this
0: i've got even digging post holes for fences (laughs) it's like you know all of a sudden they're spaced out exactly and all of a sudden you got to come six inches one way or the other to get around a rock because not just a rock it's a dang boulder
4: this earth has been here for a very long time and there are things buried in it that you have no idea yeah
0: and a lot of times it's not as deep as you would hope (laughs) anyway yes (laughs) i agree The uh, border crisis is what we're talking about. We had the poll question this week again, Mr. Ron, which is...
4: First, Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question. What do you think will be the eventual outcome of the border standoff between Texas and the Biden administration? Nothing. Will continue as is. Was the overwhelming... Um, I should wouldn't say overwhelming. 41% of the votes. Feds will back down. was 30. 15, armed conflict. And 13, Texas will back down. I'm actually... The only surprise I see in this is the amount of votes for Texas will back down. I, I thought it would be like five votes. Lower. Yeah. yeah. but What's your opinion? What do you think is going to happen? I think it, 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 it's it's going to continue as is, and someone's going to have to. Somebody's going to blink. They're going to have to. Yeah, and I don't know. And again, I don't it's, see that being Texas. The kids in a sandbox is what it really amounts to. I mean, well, come on. I, the, I know it's a shrewd analogy, but mm-hmm. it is. That's what you. I I mean, but the big picture is yes, we have a crisis and something needs to be done. And but you've got, you know, Texas puffing their chest out a little bit, saying this is my stance. And then I mean, it's and depending on who
0: you talk to, there's there are some people on this side of the aisle that say they don't have the right to do this. Then on the other side, they're like they absolutely have the right and the necessity to do what they're doing, which is to protect themselves. You're saying Texas. Yes. Right. Exactly. To protect themselves from invasion and um, the rest of the country by default. And regardless of what you think, as far as, you know, it's a humanitarian crisis, blah, blah, blah. The fact remains, you do not have to have a weapon in your hand to invade a country. And if you were to go to a bunch of other countries around the world and just go across the border... You'd you'd get some pot shots at you.
4: it's it's kind of crazy that this has went on Is Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know.
0: This from as far back as I can remember, and I understand that when you and I were kids, it was a humanitarian thing. These people were fleeing Central and South not South but Central America mm-hmm. and Mexico, and they were getting away from um economic hardships or whatever the case. A lot of times there were wars in, in the Central American countries that they were getting away from. So that was understandable, even though it wasn't right that they were coming across the border illegally, you at least understood why they were coming. But this whole thing that's going on in recent years is just not the same thing. It's not. Yes, there is some of that going on, but the overall amount of people that are coming across this border now are not people that are fleeing some kind of oppression.
4: That's that's why I have a hard time. There are some people that that hearken back to the days of you know immigrating over from Europe. Right. That's where we all came from. Right. Was someplace over there. Right. You My know?
0: family came through Ellis Island, just yes. like
4: your family did, it, and but, it was but, legal. But, but times have changed. That's not what is happening. No. This isn't families looking for a brave new world. Right. And and we've seen this with
0: various patriots from other countries where they come to the United States and then they run up flags from their their countries that they came from and they're waving their own flags in this country so they're not they're not being part of the melting pot so to speak they're still continuing to be their own Culture, their own, the, which uh, culture is a bad thing. But they're no, you, I know you what you saying. saying. They're they're not adapting it. to the American way of life. They're they're you know they're not proud of this country. They don't want to be a part of this country. They want to come to this country and be a part of what they can get in this country. But they don't want to. You know, they don't want to embrace the entirety of being. They don't American want to integrate citizen.
4: into being that an American. Integrate. That's what but I, was, I, I mean. And I'm not. I, we, we all, all have we all have heritage, right? But and be proud of that. Our ancestors, when they came here, they came here for a better life,
0: right? And they, and they c- also learned English. They mm-hmm. they had to have a sponsor. They had to have a job. They and, had this, that, and the other. They came here and
4: they lived a pretty damn hard life. Exactly.
0: You know, they didn't come here looking for government they, handouts. Exactly.
4: At every corner.
0: Exactly. Where now, not everyone, but if, you can get government assistance across the board on this, 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 and this, and a lot of times at the expense of people that were born here or have served this country.
4: I I agree with you, and I think that is what pisses people off, is that the assistance is more readily available for migrants coming over the border than Americans (laughs) that have been living here.
0: Exactly. And that's the argument. I've heard people say this. Well, wait a minute. I can't get health care. I can't get this. I can't get that. Well, they can't. I'm going to quit my job and go, you know, fly to Mexico and come back <laughs> across <laughs> the border, you know, illegally yeah. and get everything that I need. I, it's,
4: it's horrible to
0: even say <laughs> that, but I mean, what? But it's the truth. You know, I mean, you can't blame these people that, you know, they can't afford to live. They can't afford to buy groceries. And then, you know, if they were to just be a uh, an illegal migrant, they're going to
4: be fine. Can you imagine the money that has been spent over the past twenty years on the border? No, oh. seriously, if that money would be put what into to fixing use, right? the homeless population in our country, yeah, or you wouldn't or have ten cities in, in L.A., you wouldn't have ten having... cities in Portland, right? You wouldn't exactly. have the crime you have in Chicago, right?
0: Or the fentanyl crisis that we're all dealing
4: with—that's coming uh, across the border. W- but we we, we Put our resources in the wrong places. I agree. The wrong basket.
0: Eggs going in the wrong basket. Let me ask you this, because we talked showed a little bit to about... The <laughs> showed up to the wrong fight. Showed up to the gunfight with a knife.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the straw. Exactly.
0: Um, l- we didn't really get into the armed conflict part of this, but this seems to be, depending on who you listen to... Do you to, think
4: that's going to happen?
0: I think it's a very real possibility. And I think it's not going to be on Texas's part if it starts. I don't think so. You see you think it'll be the yep. Somebody somebody on the federal side will probably pull some boneheaded thing. Good god. And that will be that will be the the kickoff to it. And I hope I'm wrong, but that's just how I see that's one possibility. I hope you're wrong too, but I I I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see us start shooting at each other. But here's the kicker. Did you see, it was just a few days ago where the Russian government, there was a, a, I don't remember exactly what his title was, but somebody in the Russian government was saying that if Texas secedes and goes into a civil war, that they were going to back Texas on this mm. against the federal government. Can you imagine that? But that's what happens. I mean, yep. you know, like even in the American Revolutionary War, the the French government came in to help the colonies. In the Civil War, the one guy was saying that, you know, Mexico and mm-hmm. other countries were trying to help. It was know, interesting. I didn't such.
4: know that. I didn't either. But we it always makes get sense. A, we always get a little history lesson. it. Exactly.
0: From... Learn something new every day. Yeah. But can you imagine that? All of a sudden, you know, we've been taught our entire lives, Russians bad, bad boys over there. And then here they are. They're going to come to the assistance of one of our states that is fighting the federal government, which makes complete sense. Why wouldn't they? I don't it's... But then it also makes you wonder, what are the English going to do? What are the French going to do? The Germans? Germans? Yeah, all of them. I mean, what? Who, who does what? The Finns. Norwegians. All of oh, them. Yeah. The Canadians? Are they just going to sit back and watch?
4: I don't know. You have posed a lot of good questions that I have absolutely no answers no, to.
0: And that's the whole point, is this, this, this entire thing is just crazy. Yeah, it is. It's just crazy. And and it's a South Park episode. It is. And it makes you wonder why the Biden administration is not willing to sit down and figure something out. Now, in the last day or two, I've heard that there has
4: been a little bit of a little yeah, bit of, you know,
0: push or not pushback, but give on their side. And I hope that that continues. I really do, because or it's legitimate. Right. Um, if this turns into an armed conflict, it's going to get crazy and there's 25 states now that are backing texas we'll see how far it's the old saying get your popcorn ready gonna get interesting we may end up all having to
4: movie theater butter
0: (laughs) (laughs) that'll do it for this week's jackson electric open line friday thanks callers and we'll be back next week we'll have another topic to uh pique your curiosity Lariva dirt shave see ya
5: the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all. Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main and Sheridan.
0: Or a touchdown in savings with Sunlight Federal Credit Union. Lock in your financial victory with their certificate of deposit featuring a fantastic 5.15 annual percentage rate and an impressive 5.27 annual percentage yield for 11 months. With just a $500 minimum deposit, you're on your way to financial success. Remember, early withdrawal penalties do apply. Visit sunlightfcu.com for more information. Member NCUA, Sunlight Federal Credit Union, building a brighter future together.
7: Hi, this is Christy
6: Kinghorn with Buffalo Realty and let's talk about 343 North Main Street, an updated restaurant building with kitchen on the Main Street of Buffalo, Wyoming. High visibility with inside and outside dining, covered patio for summertime dining, and a large detached garage with two standard garage doors area for storage. The commercial kitchen is with the building. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property.
1: The following message is presented by Century 21BHJ, 101 South Main.
6: Hi, this is Janet with AARP Tax Aid, reminding you tax season is here. If you need assistance with preparation, please call the hub at 672-2240. Our certified team will prepare your taxes on Tuesday or Thursday, and it's free. That number once again 6722240 hope to see you
7: Hey, it's the rookie Andrew Boynt with First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda, and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week.
8: We gotta change
0: we gotta talk about changing my nickname, Bob. I oh, can't yeah? I can't be the bookie. Yeah, and Andrew come a in terrible bookie, second to last place. <laughs> I,
4: be, I know, right? I
0: would lose a lot of money. If you were a bookie, you'd have no business. I know. I yeah. should be the the pukey or the, <laughs> the disappointing. We're okay, gonna I call it, you
6: Bubbly now. Yeah, oh
3: the Bubbly or I Bubbly. Think if yeah. If you come
6: in last, then you definitely have to change your name.
3: Yeah, okay. I should change. I should yeah. We should
6: put a vote out for Puky or Bubbly. Bubbly. <laughs> Disappointing.
7: <laughs> yeah. It could be the first Northern Bank uh, poll question.
2: <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. What yeah. should
8: James Dupilakis like nickname? be for <laughs> <football> <laughs> Yes. Make sure you Hey, it's Desperado Dave with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week.